And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. And welcome into Upon Further Review, brought to you by Coors Light. I'm Q Myers, filling in for Eddie Pascal as he's still out on paternity leave, and we're looking forward to Eddie coming back, but also excited to be back in the Raiders podcast studio, having an opportunity to be here with you and talk about what's going on, and also talk to Raider great legend Matt Millen, multiple-time Super Bowl champion. He is here at the facility right now, as many different legends are here at the facility. We all know once a Raider, always a Raider, and how much the Raiders and their alumni mean to Mark Davis and the team. And so the alumni are always here. There's always events going on. So it's going to be fun to be able to talk to Matt Millen. He will join the show in a little while. We'll uh, we'll crack an ice cold Coors Light at some point in the show. As we wrap things up, we'll crack that open. But I did want to get into transactions and also wanted to get into some observations from OTAs and transactions are brought to you by Shift 4 Payments. And I mean, really, if you look at it, it's June 1st. Really no transactions, right? The Raiders have 91 guys technically on the roster. Even though it's a 90-man roster, they're only being charged 90. But it is June 1st, so there's always uh, Dave Ziegler and company are always checking out the waiver wire. You never know what can happen across the NFL. So uh, they're making sure to comb that and see if there's any other players that can help the team. Uh, they're also evaluating their own team as they're out at the on the fields at the, uh, the Intermountain Health Cup Performance Center for OTA. So really no transactions to report right now, but we do want to shout out Shift 4 Payments uh, for their consistent sponsorship of the segment. And at some point, trust me, throughout the course of the summer, there will be plenty of transactions to talk about. So, again, coming up on the show today, Matt Millen, former Raider legend, is going to be on the show. Excited to have that conversation with him. But as I mentioned multiple times, been out at OTAs, had a few opportunities to go out there and and see what I could see and see these guys going through football activities. Had an opportunity to talk to head coach Josh McDaniels earlier today uh, as he met with us before the practice session really began. And, of course, all the conversation was led off about Jimmy G and from what Josh McDaniels had to say he didn't in his words have any anxiety about the availability of QB1 so there's that right and so it's just a wait and see mode when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo so out on the field the guys that were participating of course you're going to pay attention to the offensive line you're going to pay attention to the quarterbacks you want to see what the wide receiver room looks like and the young guys that are out there guys like Jacorian Bennett the fourth round pick uh, defensive back out of Maryland he looks fast right he looks very fast, and I'll tell you, for it not being the, the hottest day in Henderson, it still was pretty hot out there on the field, and you can see these guys working up a really good lather, and it seems to me from one year to another when it comes to OTAs, things are moving a little bit quicker. 
And that's to be expected, right? It's the second year of head coach Josh McDaniels, Patrick Graham. Uh, all the coaching staff, for the most part, is still intact from a year ago. So you would think that there would be a lot of continuity, even though there are new players on the roster, the veterans like the Max Crosby's, like the Chandler Jones, like the Trayvon Merrigs, the Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, who was in attendance. Those guys can help lead the younger guys and show them what to do and how to do it. And so that's what they were doing out there. And uh, we were able to see some drills. Obviously, you got to see a lot of stretching. Uh, the Raiders were out there, and they were honoring the, the Golden Knights as they're going to be in the Stanley Cup Finals, and that gets tipped off or gets the puck drops on, uh, on Saturday at T-Mobile Arena. So that is going to be a lot of fun. But they had their nice little uh, Golden Knight hats on as they were going through their stretching process. And, you know, just what you can see from OTAs and what I really pay attention to, one is attendance. And for the Raiders, they have the majority of their guys were out there and available and looking sharp. But also, you just look for size of the body, see how guys from a, a year ago look like they've matured, like a Thayer Mumford along the offensive line just looks bigger. Looks like he has more bulk, right? And, and when we have Matt Millen on the show, I'm, I'm going to ask him what he's looking for when he's out there. Because, again, many Raider legends out there uh, observing practice today. And I just want to see what, what he's looking for from a former player standpoint. Again, from a guy who sits behind a mic and talks about what I see, I'll look for size. I'll look for guys looking like they understand what they're doing. Here, if you, you hear Josh McDaniel say, nope, do it again or run it again, right? I mean, because they're going through drills. They want it to be done right. That was one of the things that head coach Josh McDaniel said to us in the media session is that in this time of year, they're looking for guys to not make mistakes, and if they do make a mistake, eliminate them, right? Do it one time, mess it up, okay, understand that you messed up that drill and how to correct it. That's what they're really looking for. They don't want to continue to repeat something. They don't want to have guys hung up on the same issue that they may have uh, with a certain drill or whatever the case may be. So just understanding of the offense. And, and one question and one person I asked about in the media session with Coach McDaniels was about Aiden O'Connell. And uh, when, you know, he's a fourth round pick. He's a rookie. He's coming out of Purdue. Uh, he's, he's a right now, I, I would assume, with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo not being out there, the, the pecking order for the quarterbacks would be Brian Hoyer, Chase Garbers, and then uh, the rookie Aiden O'Connell. But everything that we've heard about Aiden O'Connell, and even Coach McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler have mentioned it multiple times, is the fact that he processes. He has a very sharp mind. He gets it between the ears, right? He played in a, a tough conference and won a lot of games. And so I asked him, you know, that one of the intangibles is about his intelligence and uh, everything we've heard is coach McDaniels and his system is pretty 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 tough so I just asked him about uh, how much he's seeing the the intelligence is it coming through as you, you see him picking up your offense and understanding it and, and he described it as well it's he's swimming right he's swimming right now which is expected from a rookie a fourth round pick right I mean this is just early uh, June June 1st again it's early so it's it's OTAs it's not a whole lot of installs going on but you can see that he's understanding it sounds like coach McDaniels likes where he's at at this stage of the game and believe me the the product that you're seeing right now or you're hearing about or I'm talking about right now is not what you're going to be talking about and hearing about in July and it's not what we're going to be talking about and what you're going to see in September when it's the regular season it's all I want to say baby steps because that's kind of what it is it's, it's all a process but uh, again having all the attendance that they do uh, right now uh, coming here to OTAs and then mandatory minicamp will be next week uh, everyone with the contract will be in attendance or should be in attendance again that's why it's called mandatory minicamp it's all part of the growth process right it's kind of a ramp up period preparing for training camp and then training camp 
that's the dog, <laughs> right? You got you to gotta get through the dog, which is training camp. And uh, I have no doubt about it that it's going to be an intense training camp and guys are going to be trying to earn their jobs. But right now is, is basically stage one of earning those jobs and keeping those jobs and solidifying that position and understanding what you're supposed to be doing out there. Uh, again, I saw Patrick Graham walking around talking to a lot of the defensive players led by Max Crosby. He is the no doubt about it leader of that defense. And, you know, he's talked to us even as early as last week when he met with us uh, down in the media center that, hey, you know, I'm the leader of the defense. I want to make sure I help the young guys come along, make sure that they're uh, understanding what they're supposed to be doing. And, and I want to be that guy. I want to be that veteran that helps them trend and, and go in the right direction and understand what we're supposed to be doing. So when you have a leader like Max Crosby, you have a leader like Chandler Jones who's been there and done that for many years in the NFL. These young guys have a fighting chance, and that's all you could really ask for. And then you hope that they're able to pick it up as quickly as possible. So I uh, saw a lot of, of just like I said, drills going on. Looks like the offensive line may be bigger than uh, bigger and deeper. That's for sure. It's definitely definitely deeper. The offensive line room is definitely deeper than what we saw last year at OTAs when there was a lot of questions. Now the Raiders have brought in some guys through free agency and also undrafted free agents to bolster that offensive line room. But it just looks like it's deeper, and it looks like a lot of the guys are even bigger, have a little bit more size to them, and uh, looks like they're they're moving a little bit quicker out there on the grass while they're going through OTAs. Remember, there's no pads, so there's no kind of contact like that going on. It's uh, basically just drills and teaching and coaches telling the offensive line what to do and where to place your hands and where to place your feet and, you know, just real good instructions and at times one-on-one instruction when guys need that to happen. So uh, the OTAs have been fun to see. We've been out here for a few times now, and it's hot. Of course, it's always hot at this time of year uh, here in the Las Vegas area, right? Henderson, of course, that's where the facility's at. So they're working up a lather. They're really getting busy. They're getting after it. And, uh, and, and that's all you can ask for them to do. And again, you want to have as much attendance as possible as OTAs are voluntary. So you don't technically have to be there. Uh, most of the guys that I, I was looking for were out there for sure. Hunter Renfro still looks like Hunter Renfro. Uh, looked really quick off the line of scrimmage. I saw him catch a few passes, both from Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell. And man, he just kind of looks like the slot machine who gets open, finds a way to get open no matter what. Just boom, right off the line of scrimmage. Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. There's there's nothing else to say about him uh, except for the fact that he's leading all the wide receiver, receiver drills. He's running over to to the, the different spot wherever they need to be. Every time the whistle blows, it's okay, go to the next spot. He's running over there, leading it, and all the wide receivers follow suit. And when you have a leader like Devontae Adams, you really can't go wrong. These other wide receivers are definitely going to find their way, and that, that room is deep. And, of course, when you have 90 men uh, on the roster, every room is going to be deep, and these guys are going to start to uh, find their footing and, and, again, try to start solidifying their jobs, even though it's not training camp. It is only June. So, uh, yeah, just a, a lot to like right now. Again, it's nothing to get over the moon and do a backflip about and say this team has figured it out or whatever. It's, it's none of that. I wouldn't do that to you. But just to see them out there going through football activities and, and preparing themselves and looking like they're happy and eager to be out there is another, uh, is another thing to, to like and get excited about as far as I'm concerned. Coming up next, we're going to talk to a Raider legend. Former Raider linebacker Matt Millen, multiple time, multiple time Super Bowl champion. Of course, on the broadcast, you hear him throughout the course of the preseason. He knows his NFL, and we're going to talk to him next here on Upon Further Review, brought to you by Coors Light. Raider legend, former Raider linebacker Matt Millen. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, so far so good. Yes, yes, yes. Not dead yet. That's good. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, being out there on the grass and being out there on the blacktop, it, it got pretty hot pretty quick. It is very deceptive. Yes. Yeah, it's that, the biggest deception. 
Yeah, no, it is. It's warm fast. I thought that, hey, man, I got shorts on today. It's not going to be too bad. And then all of a sudden it just it crept up. And I thought, okay, it's pretty hot. Let me go inside to the studio. So I'm glad that you're able to join us here in the studio. And you're here with uh, a bunch of the legends. And, you know, the Raiders, they always pride in, in the alumni and, and the, you know, how much the alumni means to the silver and black. What does it mean for you to be able to come back each and every year and even just observe OTAs like today? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but for me, I mean, it's enjoyable because it gives you, it lets you become kind of part of the thread of the of the organization and so you also you know have a chance to speak to the younger players get to know the younger players and they're all younger at this point <laughs> and so um it's it's just you know it's good to stay in touch what is it when you're out there observing I know what I'm kind of looking for I'm looking for attendance I'm looking for you know size of guys see if they bulked up from a year ago seeing if there's you know look like the drills are going pretty smoothly but from your standpoint what are you looking for when you're out there so in in these situations, in these settings, you're looking for skill sets mm-hmm. and can they be demonstrated against competition, but it's not hard competition. You right. know, you're running around in your shorts. Right. So it's not like you're hitting anybody. So really what you're looking for is you don't want to see guys make mental mistakes. Mm-hmm. You want to see guys be right with their footwork. You want to see guys get their hand placement and all that kind of stuff. And then even if you're not, if you're a rookie and you're doing this stuff, you're you're still trying to figure it out. So it's just really getting everybody there and then getting a feel for what kind of team you're going to have. Right. Because inevitably uh, what it comes down to is is the group has to gel. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't gel, you don't have a chance. And if it does gel, you got a shot. How much, How important is that right now, oh, gelling? I mean, even though there's 90 guys, but how important is it to start gelling right now? Yeah, so you're going into the, into the, uh, into the schedule here thinking – you know, who your guys are going to be, you hope to be. And there's some going to be, there's obviously going to be some guys that are going to surprise you and you think, hey, we got one. Right. And so what you really want to see is your core group develop. And you don't win a championship without the locker room being right. Mm-hmm. You can't have guys who don't love football. You can't have guys who don't try to give it their all or who have some kind of pride or a chip on their shoulder right. to try to prove to you. I mean, if you have that element, you got a real chance. Because generally what ends up happening in the league is you – it's not that you win games, you lose games. Mm-hmm. So you make more mistakes. Right. So the, the idea is not to make as many mistakes as the other team while still trying to maintain a high level of play. And so the guys who make fewer mistakes are guys who are smart, mm-hmm. are guys who it means something to, and then they put the work into it. That's and, something that Coach McDaniels just told us a little while ago, that that's what he's looking for, especially in the, in the rookies. You know, I asked him about Aiden O'Connell. He said, hey, he's swimming right now, right. but he's smart. You know, he loves football, and, and he's out here. And, and, again, these are OTAs that are voluntary, so it shows that you love football when you're out here working. Well, if you're a rookie and you're not here, <laughs> right. you got, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I but I, I had a lot of Aiden's games in college. Mm-hmm. He was at Purdue, and, and so he's, he has the skill set to be able to, to stick, right? Mm-hmm. And so he – he can throw a long ball, but with the state of their offensive line at Purdue, he was getting rid of the ball pretty quick. Right. So he had to see things fast. He had to recognize things fast. They played a lot of man against him to try to take things away, and he was accurate with the football. And so all those things are going to be a plus for him. Talking again with uh, former Raider, the great Matt Millen, here with us on the Palm Further Review, brought to you by Coors Light. Uh, one of the things I noticed about Aiden O'Connell and, and something that Dave Ziegler's pointed out and Josh McDaniels is that they like guys that have been through some things and, and yeah. some deal, dealt with some adversity. He walked on at Purdue, you yep. know, he, he had to fight his way up the depth chart, and now, you know, he's a fourth round pick. So a guy like that, I feel like he's going to come out here with a lot to prove. Yeah, and he's that kind of kid anyway. And he had some, he had some family problems. Uh, uh, somebody, one of his family members, died last year. I had that game actually 
and he played through it. And so, you know, he's he's been through the ringer a little bit, and so he gets it, and you like to see that. Right. And because even with all those things on him, all the emotional stress and all that kind of stuff, he still he still played well. Right, and that's that's really important. And again, he's building that right now, and he's getting a lot of reps. We know Jimmy Garoppolo is still you know rehabbing right now, so uh, it, it's almost one of those things where I feel like he's able to take advantage of reps that he might not be getting as many of if Jimmy was healthy right now. Yeah, I mean, all the quarterbacks. Right. I mean, Hoyer, it's the same thing. So you have to take advantage when you get it. Mm -hmm. And you never know when it's going to happen, right? So right now he has an opportunity, so you take advantage of it as much as you can. Right. There's there's no doubt about it. Again, Matt Millen is with us here. And so, again, just being out there with your alumni brother, you know, how how is that? I mean, knowing that you guys worked really hard and built some really, really great Raider teams, how, how, how much fun is that to be back with them? Yeah. That's interesting. We had a great talk uh, with uh, Dave Ziegler this morning, and um, one of the things we were talking about, it's like all those guys in there that you look at now and were are great, like Art Shell. Yeah. Great. And we're, mm-hmm. Great legend, right? And, uh, you know, there's guys like that. So Art showed up here at the Raiders, and he wasn't a legend. Mm-hmm. He was just a rookie. Right. And he had to learn. And he learned from the guys before him. And then Art, when I got here— Art took me under his wing with Gene Upshaw, and that's how I learned what a Raider is. Mm-hmm. And I think in the league right now, that's hard to do mm-hmm. because rosters get turned over so fast and free agency guys leave fast. They're here for two years and they're gone. Right. And you really, it's hard to build a core. And so I think that's one of the things that the Raiders are trying to do right now. And um, and I, I hope that it takes, but... For us, it was a different experience than than the way football is right now. You know, you mentioned building that core, and Dave Ziegler's told me and told mother, many others that, you know, he's trying to build this team through the draft. How important is that? As you've been in that position, Huge. how important is that to be able to hit on, on more of your draft picks? So we used to say, now you're talking, this is 20 years ago. Right. But so we used to say, if we hit on five picks, okay. we're good. Mm-hmm. That's a good draft. I think today it's probably more like three. Yeah. And it's... And if you get a free agent someplace, uh, you know, undrafted free agent, mm-hmm. or if you get a late round pick that can play, right. that's a that's a bonus. So you're really looking at those first three guys that have to contribute, and then the rest of your team is made up of uh, free agents, right? And and that's a whole new world that we that didn't exist when I played, right? And so um, it's different because every year it's a new makeup. Mm-hmm. That's why maintaining a core. Is so important. Well, they maintained Max Crosby. They extended him to. last season, and he is one of those leaders. You mentioned, you know, uh, Art Shell taking you under his wing. He's mentioned he wants to take Tyree Wilson under his wing. Right. He wants to help those defensive guys blend and gel, and, and he wants to be that leader. How important is it to have that leader like he does in Max Crosby? Huge. I mean, you you can't overstate how important that it is. Mm-hmm. I my my guess and my gut is Josh Jacobs is another one of those guys. Right. I just think that. Um, there are some guys that are just natural leaders. Mm-hmm. There's some guys who are thrust into that leadership position based on how they're playing. But some guys, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. They, they're not, they don't really want to be that guy. They, they like playing at a high level, mm-hmm. but let that to somebody else. And there are some guys that are just natural born. They walk in, they, they just take over. That's right. just their personality. When you have one of them 
and he can play, you you need to hold on to it because they're really hard to find. Is Max Crosby not the definition of a Raider? When you see him, yeah. I mean, you know what a Raider looks like. Yeah. He, to me, seems he's like he's a new Raider because we didn't have all those tats back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a fun Raider, right? He's, yeah. he's representing the organization, and he wants to win. You know, you talk about guys with edges and chips on their shoulder. I mean, the guy was a fourth-round pick, right? right? They told That's him good. he had to get size. You got right. to get bigger. That's the only way you're going to be able to play. And he went Skinny out and got double-digit yeah, double sacks. And but, so if I'm his teammate, I keep reminding him of that. Right. You want, you want to keep, keep him on edge? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Howie was like that. Mm-hmm. Howard Matthew Moses Long, great <laughs> player. I mean, great player. Howie never thought he was good enough to stick. Mm-hmm. So I always reminded him every year, right. hey, don't forget you're, you're a stiff, right? You, <laughs> You're not that good. And the great ones do that, right? The great yeah. ones continue to find ways to push themselves. Yep. Or like you said, have teammates out to push them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so, I mean, and it's all, you know, it's he loved the game. Mm-hmm. Max loves the game. There are guys, when you have those guys, you got to hold on to them. Right. But you also have to have relationships on the team like that. Like, you know, I still call Howie and I tell him, hey, you're not that good. You know that, right? <laughs> so, You're the only one that can get away with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Howard Matthew Moses, man, he was, he was a guy who he was really, he looked hard at himself every yeah. game. You That's know, if good. He got blocked one time. All I had to do was remind him of it right. all week long. That's awesome. That's all. I, I I want to run into him and be like, Howie, you know you weren't really that good. And then just get out the way, right? He's going to be like, wait, hold on. Who are you telling me? No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. He might say, you talked to Millen, didn't you? Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, you've been in front offices. You know what building these teams are about. How, I don't want to say stressful, but how is it this time of year, especially at June 1st? I mean, there's June 1st cuts. There's all kind of stuff that goes into building a roster. Yeah, so it's you have a, you have your system down. Mm-hmm. You have to be on the same page with your head coach. So Dave is doing – Dave, if he's doing his job right, mm-hmm. which I know he is, right. um, he and the head coach have got to be on the same page. They have to be in, in step. And inevitably, you're really relying more on your head coach than – than you as the GM, right? You'll give him his your opinion. You both will share those opinions, and then, you know, if he says, "Look, I like this guy better," mm-hmm. I'm not going to take the guy he doesn't like. You right. got to take the guy he likes, or he's not going to play him. I've mm-hmm. I've watched that happen before. Yeah, and so, you you just have to really both of you have to see the same things, have the same eyes, un- understand how you want to use the guy. How does he fit in our system? And then no use getting a guy who doesn't work in your system or can't do what you're asking him to do. And so you just um, – it, it's just pretty much a complete piece of it. And then you, you get on the same page and it'll work. Well, I'll tell you, I saw Dave Ziegler uh, walking around the fields, you know, talking to the guys. He's always in a good good mood spirit-wise. You know, just looks like he's so into what he's doing. I'm sure that talent evaluation is a lot of fun. Matt, I'll tell you, you I think you're in midseason form. You ready to go call some games? Or, you know, you still – you want to enjoy this? I know you want to enjoy the summer, but it's like you're ready to go call some games. No, I think I might have to go get my back surgery. <laughs> Well, we don't. We want killing me. Oh well, we're gonna make sure that you're okay. What What do you got coming up next? I mean, what What are you guys on the agenda today? You just kind of floating around with the fellas and just yeah, observing that. And you know, you can't understate that. That's it's so good to see guys. Yeah. You know, and there's and there's so many different guys that from different eras. It's interesting though because because we all came through the Raider organization, and we were heavily influenced by Al, mm-hmm. right? And so. Um, when you see that, we know what you've been through. We understand how you were coached. We understand, and all the guys here all won Super Bowls. And so you have something to go back to. So it's 
It's pretty good. Well, I'll tell you what, it's good to see you guys all out there. Sometimes I get caught up just kind of watching, observing, and seeing all the greats walking and talking, and uh, it's always great to be able to catch up with you. Thanks for, for spending some time with us today. Uh, not a problem at all. Thank you very much. Many thanks to the great Matt Mellon joined us in the last segment just to talk about OTAs, talk about the legends being here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, just really breaking it down, how to build a team, what you're looking for. Really good conversation with Matt Mellon. He is a guy, and I told him, and, and he said no, but I promise, he sounds like he's a guy that's already in midseason form. He can jump in the booth, get ready to go call a game, and uh, and, and be good to go. And so uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, love catching up with all the legends anytime we get the opportunity. To nice little story on on Howie Long, and I promise the next time I see Howie, uh, if it's at the facility, if it's at a game, or wherever the case may be, I'm gonna tell him he's not that good. Now I'm gonna say it from a distance. I'm gonna say it from a distance because Howie Long can still get to the quarterback, and I ain't no quarterback, right? So he takes me down, I might not get up. But uh, I thought that was a nice little nugget, little fun story that Matt shared with us about uh, Howie Long and just kind of keeping pushing him and keep reminding him that he's not that good just to keep that fire burning. And I see that fire each and every day that we're out there on the grass, being able to watch and see what the team is doing. You're seeing that fire from Max Crosby. He's got it and the greats do. So, uh, yeah, excited to see how this team continues to develop. See how they go through OTAs. They have mandatory minicamp coming up between the 6th and the 8th, and then they'll be off for a little while, and then you know what comes after that. The dog, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, that's training camp, and that'll be in July, and that's when that's when all the – that's when everything, that's when all the stops come out, right? That's when the team is completely built. But uh, as Matt Millen said, right now they're going through a lot of team chemistry stuff. They're building that team. If the locker room is right, it gives you a chance. Does that make sure that you're going to win games? No, but it gives you a chance if the locker room is right. And I would think that that's pretty much, I think all of us could relate to that. It's pretty much at every job, right? If you somewhat like the people that you work with, <laughs> right? If you somewhat get along, you probably work a little bit better. So that makes a lot of sense. It just takes, it makes more sense when a legend like Matt Millen uh, tells me that as well. So many thanks to Matt for joining us in the last segment. We'll close this out. We got to crack one ice cold brewski. I got a little greedy last time and I cracked open a whole six pack. I don't want to do that unless I, you know, <laughs> Unless I have a DD, a designated driver, to make sure I get to where I need to go. But we'll crack one ice cold one to the return of Eddie Pascal. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and give him a round of applause. He will be back next week for the next episode of Upon Further Review. He's been on paternity leave. He's got a new addition to the family. That's exciting, and he better embrace it now. I was uh, telling Matt off the air uh, after we finished wrapping up the interview how all of a sudden, your, your kids will get away from you so quick. My kid uh, came home from college. He's already just wrapped up his sophomore year. And I'm like, wait, hold on. This dude is the guy I used to call Little Q. I can't really call a grown man now Little Q, but that's what it is. So, uh, you know, Eddie's got to hold on tight and make sure he enjoys every single step of the way uh, with the new addition to the, the, the family. Because, man, next thing he knows, he'll be looking up and, uh, yeah, Little Pascal will be coming home as a sophomore. And he'll say, what in the world? What happened to everything? So let's go ahead and crack open one cold Coors Light, one cold brewski for the return of Eddie Pascal. Does a fantastic job here upon further review, and he'll be back here next week. So I definitely appreciate him allowing a knucklehead like myself to come in here and uh, hold it down for a little while. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Of course, you can catch me on Raider Nation Radio 920, as well as we are the uh, flagship station for the Silver and Black. So until next week, I've been Q Myers. Eddie Pascal will be back in this seat here on Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.